UK Healthcare, the power of advanced medicine, presents our doctor and med staff pod chats. This is UK HealthCast. Here's Melanie Cole. The Hispanic community faces a variety of barriers to receiving healthcare services of high quality. And here to tell us about that today is my guest, Dr. Janeth Sabajos. She's a pediatrician with UK Healthcare. Dr. Sabajos, is there a disparity in the availability of physicians for Lexington's Hispanic community? And tell us a little bit about some of the challenges and special concerns of this population. Hi, thank you for having me uh, today. And uh, yes, um, the Hispanic population in uh, Fayette County here in Lexington has been growing exponentially over the last 15 years. Uh, but unfortunately, we don't see many uh, services that are adapted to this growing population uh, regarding many language barriers and just uh, availability of uh, language services. So uh, over the last 15 years, has doubled the size. Right before in 2000, was about 3% of the Hispanic population in Lexington right now is 72%. Um, so we have about 7,000 children that are Hispanic enrolled in the public school system. So we have a large population that have a lot of, um, they're very vulnerable for poverty. Uh, they may have adverse developmental and behavioral outcomes. Uh, there are a lot of barriers, including multiple social factors like language barriers, legal and immigration issues, uh, literacy levels, and uh, definitely um, an insufficient culturally sensitive materials and programs that can address all the uh, Hispanic and Latinx community needs. So um, due to that, we felt the need to work on that and try to help and improve our services here in, in Lexington regarding the Hispanic community. When we're speaking of health concerns, doctor, what are some of the special health concerns that can afflict the Hispanic community when we look at cultural differences in food or the way that, you know, we exercise, mm -hmm. diabetes, high blood pressure, salt? What are some of the unique health concerns? Uh, well, uh, you are... Um Right. So culturally, you know, the the diet is going to be a little bit different, although there's some adaptation to more, you know, some of them might have more Americanized diet, but we have differences in in um, obesity and uh, high high levels of obesity and sedentarism. Uh, we might have uh, low literacy levels in, in the families too, so that's difficult to uh, get uh, health information and work on promotion and prevention. Um, we have, um, because also the language barriers, we might not have access to adequate, um, for example, education on, on the development area, and we might see uh, children who might need, for example, services in the community and might, they, for development and language development, and might, they might not get those services. Uh, but in general, we might see it's also risk factors for mental health associated with, uh, especially now, legal and immigration issues. So we see children with anxiety and depression, too. Uh, that are very specific to to this community and uh, need to be addressed in a comprehensive manner. 
Isn't that a shame that children should have to be so stressed out and worried that they need extra services in in the mental health department? Tell us about some of the barriers. You mentioned language. And what about Mm -hmm. access or even really awareness, doctor, of some of those risk factors that contribute to mental health issues or diabetes or diet? Tell us about some of those barriers that you see and what you think are some options to overcome them? Uh, well, there's some uh, language barrier because most of the uh, some of the parents might not speak English. You know, some most of our children that we see here in Fayette County and here in Kentucky, they are Hispanic, but they're most of them are actually American citizens and they have Medicaid, so they have access to services because they have a medical insurance, but they're parents when they go to the doctor, they might not understand what is going on with their children in. Because of that, they don't follow recommendations. Uh, in some places, like for example, here in the UK, we do have interpreters, but even with interpreters, we can see the difference when a patient is seen through the interpreter than when a patient is seen by a provider in a team that is uh, bilingual and can speak in their own language. So um, they can feel more, they can speak more freely and feel more connected to a provider if they have, for example, a native uh, Spanish speaker provider and nurse, uh, and uh, they will be able to communicate better of what their needs are and what, and also kind of understand better what they can do with their children. Uh, so that's one of the areas when I talk about language barrier. It's not just the availability of interpreters, but also to have that personal connection with the provider, which is uh easier when uh, the provider is speaking in their own language and can understand their own culture. Um, also, it's, sometimes it's, there are insufficient cultural sensitive materials to provide them. Sometimes the materials that are given are in English when they don't understand how to read it. In some cases, the parents even don't speak Spanish as first language. They might be from an indigenous community, and Spanish is their second language, so even you need to go further in that, in that area to, to be able to to communicate with them. But, uh, you know, it's not just that to have an, an interpreter, but also to understand the culture and have somebody who can, uh, you know, translate that into how to take care better of their children. So what is Clinica Amiga? Tell us its purpose and what are some of the services that you're offering the Hispanic community in Lexington? Uh, so uh, Clinica Amiga is um, a clinic that we want to uh, form a Hispanic clinic for the uh, for Lexington for our Lexington community. Uh, we already have a pediatric medical home for all families, uh, but uh, currently here at Kentucky Clinic South in in um, UK General Pediatrics, we have a bilingual team, so um, we have a native Spanish speaker, nurse, and provider, that is me. And we have a lactation consultant that is also bilingual. So we want to challenge, to channel uh, that team into uh, seeing mostly our Hispanic community uh, and develop all the materials and resources uh, that the Hispanic community will need. Um, Also, the Clinic Amiga not just is providing services, uh, the pediatric medical home and uh, pediatric care, but also developing programs to work in the community to improve also the health of the Hispanic community. So, for example, 
one of the community programs that uh, we started with is uh, Un Abrazo Amigo. So Un Abrazo Amigo is a parent support group for families who have children with special health care needs. And the group is in Spanish. So um, we meet once a, once a month at a Cardinal Valley Elementary School. We provide uh, food and provide childcare, and they can go. The families can go together with the children and have dinner. And after that, we meet with the parents and do a support group. And we talk about different aspects. Uh, for example, we might we have taken a lawyer to talk about immigration issues and what kind of things that they can do about it. Uh, we have uh, financial planning. Uh, we have people from Down Syndrome Association of Kentucky. Uh, oral health care, uh, autism. So depending on their parent needs and what they they seem that they would like to talk about, so we bring speakers uh, to help them and educate them and help them to connect with resources that are in the, in the community. So when you're developing community programs to address some of these barriers, Dr., how are how is the community responding? Are they finding this a very valuable service? And do you feel that now this is going to, by word of mouth, help to raise awareness of some of the health risks that this community suffers from? Uh, yes, the community has responded pretty well. Uh, they are engaged and um, and they like to participate. They're always very thankful that, you know, they can get resources and they, as you mentioned, self-referred, you know, they refer other, other families, other friends that they, they know that they might be helpful to go to the, to the group. Uh, also, you know, here in my clinic, when I see a, a family that can be, uh, can benefit from the group, well, I refer them to the group and then within the Department of Pediatrics also. Uh, that it can be referred to a group that uh, they're very thankful and appreciative of having this type of services and um, getting to know more resources and getting educated and work on their health of their children. Such an important service that you're providing, doctor. Wrap it up for us. What you would like the community to know about Clinica Amiga, its purpose, and how they can find out more about you. Sure. Uh, so Clinica Amiga is a, is a medical home for the Hispanic and Latinx community. Uh, we're happy to have uh, um, all patients who want to come with us. We have a bilingual team, a, a bilingual na- native Spanish speaker, pediatrician, and a nurse, and a lactation consultant who is also bilingual. Uh, we provide the comprehensive pediatric medical care, but also uh, we uh, have community programs and are, you know, working toward developing more community programs. One of them is Un Abrazo Amigo, which is a parent support group for uh, families who have children with special health care needs. And uh, to make an appointment with us and know a little bit more about Un Clinica Amiga, um, they can call to our Spanish phone line. We have interpreters also in-house, and we have a Spanish phone line. And they can call to 859-323-6211 and choose option 5 for the Spanish. And our interpreter on the line is going to uh, get this, you know, connect them with the services.
Thank you so much, doctor, for joining us today and for explaining the healthcare needs and disparities for this underserved community. And thank you for all the great work that you're doing. This is UK HealthCast with the University of Kentucky Healthcare. For more information on Clinica Amiga, you can go to ukhealthcare.uky.edu. That's ukhealthcare.uky.edu. I'm Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for tuning in.